Welcome to Preparedness Thoughts with John Stephenson. John understands the importance of being prepared. Through rain, rocks, and snow, he has seen it all and survived. He has seen major disasters like Mount St. Helens and how vehicles were stopped in the street from the volcanic ash. Earthquakes, too, including the Loma Prieta earthquake, which felt like it wouldn't stop shaking. People were without electricity and could not hardly buy groceries or gasoline. The homeless lit bonfires in the streets. The Bay Bridge and other freeways were broken. God only knows what will be next. Welcome to Preparedness Thoughts by John Stephenson. We invite Jesus Christ to guide us as we examine how our preparations can be used to preserve the lives of ourselves, our family, and others. Uh-oh, surprise! Oh, now what? Don't panic. Nope. But do think before you act. These might be the thoughts and the words that you have before there is a situation in front of you. This happens every day to people somewhere Somebody around has a surprise. It's an emergency that they have to deal with. Who even knows what it might be? But we can think logically and figure out what is most likely to to come into our area of um, concerns. It just might be that something happens. And then, with a, a little thought and a little planning, we can take steps to keep the pain away from us and the people who we love. I think that there are two categories of problems. First, there's the regular and the minor problems, which we can easily solve. And it's kind of like having um, an extra cell phone cord or charger or something like uh, to air up a tire. See, these are, are small problems that we can handle. And how about if there's a minor medical um, burn or a cut or something? Yeah, these are all minor. Or something to eat or drink in case you have a breakdown in your car. Or a warm coat in your car to uh, carry with you. See, these are all in that category. But the other category of a serious event, now that takes more thought. There could be a big potential problem, something major like a flood or a fire or an earthquake. And this might keep you from getting home, or it might keep you from leaving home. These are the kind of events that can last weeks even. Hey, do you remember the Oroville Dam? Or do you remember various forest fires? And then there have been big earthquakes around the state too. And... You just have to ask yourselves, what do you want to do? Stay at home if there is such an event, or do you want to go out and find a hotel room someplace? Maybe stay with family or friends. These questions don't seem to have any very easy answers. But I hope you can give it some thought, because with ideas and with plannings, we can get through the difficulties a whole lot easier and, and so think about the concerns that you would have if an emergency comes up. Look and see what you think, what you should do to prepare for such a situation. And remember the basic concerns that everyone has. Uh, think of um, having some, some uh, water and some food and some warmth with you just wherever you go. Flashlights are pretty good too. And a little radio and paper towels all those things are handy. Keep a little food and water in your car. And that's a ch- challenge in the hot weather because mm, the cars, they get a little too hot, and then you have to rotate your food. But the point is, is you do something and do some, some care for an emergency that just might come up. Uh, you don't want to be hungry and thirsty. It's just better that way. Oh, yep, it sure is. Well, start your preparations now before there is an urgent need, and what you want is hard to find. This is episode 42, and as for today, give thanks to God for the blessings that you do have. Your letters with questions or donations are important. John Stephenson, P.O. Box 7222. Chico, California, 95927. 
Email prepareforgod at usa.com or call 628-7222. Thank you for listening to Preparedness Thoughts on KKXX. My Savior God to Thee How great Thou art How great Thou art Saddle up your horses Welcome to Red Sky Radio with Rob Walter. This is the program that proclaims liberty to the captives of our beloved nation, where truth trumps political correctness, where the uncompromised word of God exposes the works of darkness and sets free those held hostage behind the iron curtain of a shamelessly biased media. For God has called us to stand for truth, and having done all to stand, we will stand. It's time to fight the good fight of faith to preserve our country, our families, fortunes, and sacred honor to protect our property, our schools, and yes, maybe even salvage some of our churches. America, we have a trail to blaze. It's time to saddle up. It's time to ride. Now, here is your host of Red Sky Radio, Rob Walter. Well, hello, America, and welcome to Red Sky Radio and the Red Sky Radio Ranch, where we ride hard for the brand of Jesus Christ. God bless you. I have so much packed in this program today. You know, I was thinking there was going to be a shortage, and this always happens. Whenever I think there's going to be a shortage, it turns out I'm over the top. I don't have uh, I don't have the time to fit it all in, and I don't have the money to expand to this program. So there, there is the dilemma. Uh, for those of you just joining in, maybe for the first time or the second time this program, we start out with good news. I try really hard to end with good news. In between, it's an e-ticket ride. If you want to reach me, you can at info at redskyradio.net and at redskyradio.net. You can pull up the last three programs. will always be available for you right there on the homepage so you don't have to go rooting around in the archive. So let's just get rolling here. I've got so much to fit in. Last week, I went to the, I was invited to the California Renewal Project in San Diego, sort of my second hometown, if you will. And uh, I went there, and I was encouraged by what I heard. Um, it wasn't um, a bunch of conservatives and Christians in panic, but there was certainly a measure of urgency that I have not seen light up California. Now, there were they expected 100 people. About three or 400 showed up. Uh, there's a possibility I will be speaking at one of these renewal projects around the country in the future, and I hope I have the opportunity because I believe I have some things to share that would be of great value to people. However, I was a guest this time. I thoroughly enjoyed it, was very blessed, and I was just excited to see that even if it seems late in the game, people are finally getting it. Look, we've got to do something or it's gone. It's lost. And it may be gone too far. But there was something that I also noted I just want to mention. Um, when I got there, I, there was probably a disproportionate number of people that attend a particular denomination, Calvary Chapel. Don't write me and tell me Calvary Chapel is not a denomination. It is. But uh, And this is nothing for or against Calvary Chapel. I don't belong to a Calvary Chapel church, and I've only attended a few as a guest. But there was an interesting thing. I thought there were a couple of notable people that stood up and said, hey, in Southern California, we have done a great job with evangelism. But after 50 years of this, since this church's uh, uh, launch, we have not impacted the culture at all. And there was an admission, just a very frank admission. Say, look, we've done some things. We think we've done some things pretty well. There's one area that has been just, uh, we've tanked on. And they even quoted Chuck Smith, the founder of the church, as saying at the very later last stages of his life that this was something that he regretted, was not getting Christians involved, not getting conservative people involved in trying to be salt and light and save our community, save our state, save our nation, save our schools. So that was good news that there was this recognition and that there is something happening. 
What will come of it, I don't know. So many conservatives have left California. Even uh, solid red areas are toss-ups, toss-ups for this coming November. People are leaving a state that they could no longer change and going to a state that they think maybe they have an opportunity to save. Like it says in the uh, book of Revelation, I think chapter, I don't know what chapter it is, but it says strengthen, the Lord says strengthen the things that remain. Find the things that still are solid and strengthen those things. So that was heartwarming. Number two, yeah, I, I you guys may be shocked. I moved Donald Trump to number two this week from number one. And number sounds like the old top 40 with Casey Keenum or Casey, what was his name, Keenum? I can't think of his name anyway. The top 40 billboard guy uh, is at the top spot here for the last two years, and now it's slipped to number two. Well, not quite. But anyway, Trump said something this week. I just really, I was thrilled to hear it's truth. It drives the libs, the lib, it drives the libtards crazy. It drives the Democrats uh, into spasms. The, the leftist lemmings become apoplectic when they hear these kinds of things. But he said, the United States will not support nor submit to global governance. And he said that to the U.N. I mean, I, got, I love this. You see, if you're a leader, you're a leader. You're not a follower. Now, look, we need followers. Not everybody can be leaders. Most people aren't qualified to be leaders. But when you have a leader, you lead. But if you're a follower, you follow. So we don't have to follow other nations. We don't have to just get around and sing kumbaya with them at the United Nations while they push their anti-Christian, anti-conservative, pro-Islamic, pro-abortion, pro-queer marriage, pro-queer everything down the throats of all the other nations. Not interested in that. Nor is this president. God bless him. Why would you submit to those who don't share your interests? Why would you submit to those who want to, to take stuff from you? Why would you submit to people who um, you can count on being contrary to everything you know is good and right and wholesome? Why would you do that? I mean, that's the question. I mean, I wouldn't do it, and and apparently Trump has decided, decided he is not going to do it. God bless him. You see, it says in the Bible, you know, light doesn't dwell with darkness. You don't be unequally yoked. You don't go in. I mean, would, look, would you go into a partnership with somebody you know is a tax cheater and then have that guy's actions end up hauling you before the IRS and eventually maybe into jail time? Would you marry a man or a woman who is a known adulterer and, and a philanderer and all of those things in a latch? No, you don't get connected to something that is contrary to everything you stand for. And maybe people on the left might say the same thing. Oh my gosh, why would you stand? Why would you ever marry some somebody who appears to have enjoyed white privilege or black privilege or any kind of privilege or whatever? Why why would you do that? You know, there's some some people might say that. But but the fact is, from our perspective, from my perspective, why would you get linked up? Why would you be yoked? You know what a yoke is, right? Why would you be yoked with something that's contrary to everything you stand for? Look, people say, oh, we're going to go it alone. That's not what Trump is saying. Look, he's saying we're not going to submit to global governance. It does not mean we have become isolationist. And this is where it really ticks me off because the left jumps from going alone to being isolationist. No, we're not going to lead with our rear like Barack Hussein did. That whole thing. No, we're not going to do that. We're just going to lead. And I'll tell you, one way you lead, UN, one way you lead, EU, one lead way you lead Hillary and Barack is by not just jumping into the pond in the pool with everybody else. No. Look, somebody, somebody has to take charge. Somebody has to lead. And if you're just going along to get along, you're not a leader. You're a follower. If you want to inspire other nations, as Donald Trump has inspired Hungary, as he has inspired Poland, you've got to do something that's tough, that goes against the grain, that's swimming upstream, if you want to reproduce some of what you are, and that is an independent person who looks to the betterment of their own people first and foremost. People say, well, you shouldn't be doing that. Come on. Don't we all do it? 
Let me ask you, who do you care for first? Your family? Your spouse? Your children? Do you not care for them? You should. The Scripture says he who doesn't take care of his own is worse than an infidel. You're an infidel if you don't take care of your own. Would you not take care of them before you would take care of your neighbor? And would you not take care of your neighbor before you take care of somebody across town? And would you not take care of somebody across town before you took some take care of people, maybe it's other places? I don't know. The people that you have relationships with, people who to some extent are relying on you, maybe even dependent upon you, those are the ones you take care of. Those are your real neighbors. So Donald Trump is not saying we're going to withdraw, and that's what the leftist losers keep saying, that this this not submitting to global governance means he's withdrawing. No, he is pulling out so that he can lead independently of the EU, independent of the UN. Hey, you know what? I just thought of this. Maybe we should just start a new organization. Maybe the United States should just start a new organization, forget the lousy UN and start something where we are in charge and we have other nations join us on a common mission of where we can, we help our fellow man and woman, yes, and we do right things and good things when we can and we we not only speak good, we do good. I think it's a great idea. Why don't we do this? This has just struck me. I think it's an epiphany. What would stop us from just starting another? Well, I wouldn't call it the United Nations because they're certainly not united. Well, they are in some respects. They're united against Christianity. They're united against Judaism. They're united against everything biblical, wholesome, conservative, and you name it. Yeah, they're united against that with the exception of those who take a stand against it. Like I said, Poland, Hungary, United States, Israel. Jamaica, I was just talking to a Jamaican a couple of days ago. I know this is a digression, but forgive me here. I got so much to cover. He said, he said, you know, uh, his name is Patrick. I was blessed by this man. And we talked for a long time. I was doing a uh, preaching event up in northern Michigan. And he was there. And uh, he said, you know, and I, and I wasn't even talking about anything dealing with so-called homosexual rights and what have you. But he said, you know, we um, no country has a stronger stance against sodomy and the normalization of that which God calls an abomination than Jamaica. Now, I knew that, and I actually said that on this program. Interesting that a country of a fair amount of crime and other issues actually has taken the most biblical and enforces its stand against that which God calls a debauchery and abomination. Well, anyway, back to my point here about Trump and how you have to go against the grain if you want to produce grain. You got that? If you want to produce, if you want to produce something good, it's not going to come easy, and it may not, and it's not going to come quickly. And that's what Trump is doing. God bless him. Look, salmon have to swim upstream to reproduce, right? Well, yeah, they're dead after that, but at least they've reproduced. And you've got a new generation of salmon. All the people who take the easy way, all the people who just float downstream, all the people who just go with the flow, go the other way. They don't reproduce anything good. They're not part of the way. They're in the way. Only those who make it up to the headwaters or whatever that salmon's destination is, those are the ones who reproduce. And thank God for it. It is a natural thing. If you want to do something good, healthy, for good for for you, your family, for society, for your community, it will never, ever be easy. You will not reproduce or inspire anybody to do anything great unless you have done something notable and have taken the chance, the risk. You've gone out on the limb to speak truth in power, not like the wacko feminists at the Women's March speaking truth to power. No, you don't do that. You know what? You speak truth in power because truth is power. And when you go out on that limb and you find out it's not a limb, it's actually you're hugging the tree trunk, you haven't taken the risk, though it seems like in the natural, and you inspire other people by what you do. You're the salmon. 
You're the one swimming upstream. You're the one who's going to produce people. Yeah, someday you're going to be gone, maybe sooner rather than later. But if you've got somebody to take your place, or maybe many that follow because of your inspiration and your leading, then you have propagated, if I could say that. You have produced. You're the salmon that will give rise to the hatching of many eggs. You may be gone, but the eggs that you've laid, so to speak, will hatch. Well, hey, oh my gosh, I cannot believe this. If I talked my way all the way to the first break? I don't know, I suppose I should apologize, but no, not really. I guess that's what I said. I said i got to come back with a couple of fast, fast news items before we get on to some stuff that you will have to sit down for. Don't go away, Rob Walter at Sky Radio. Hi, this is Rob Walter, and I want you to know that we have officially moved our real estate services to Arizona. We focus on helping people with the sale or purchase of their commercial or an investment real estate. And in addition, I bring 30 years of my California legal and tax experience to the table to help support those new clients with the intricacies of buying and selling of their commercial and investment real estate. Contact me, Rob Walter, at info at redskyradio.net. You will not find us on Facebook. No, not now, not ever. Contact me, Rob Walter, at info at redskyradio.net. We're back. This is Rob Walter with RedSkyRadio.net. Hey, I got three or four stories here. They're going to be quick, fast. I want to get through them, cover them, be able to throw these pieces of paper away. Okay? But I've gotten questions on some of these, so I, I just need to, I'm going to address them. But I, one, I just, I, I, I touched on this last week. I'm just stunned at the vindictiveness, the vitriolic nature, the venom and the violence that is coming from the left. I don't know if I'm going to get to it this week. I tried to get to it last week. I couldn't. I don't know if I'm going to get to it this week. But it deals with preparing for the future, the great divide in this country, and why you can't wait for things to get worse to prepare. And I'm not talking about stocking up food and cans and guns and ammo, although that's a part of it. That is a part of it, but it's really not the whole story. But I look at what's going on here. As far as, uh, I mean, you know, the Joe Scarborough's op-ed declaring Trump to be worse than the 9-11 terrorists. Uh, you got NBC's Chuck Todd comparing Fox News to segregationists. The man who plows his car into Fox Studio in Dallas. The GOP congressional candidate attacked with a switchblade uh, up in Castro Valley, California. The conservative columnist who's forced into hiding over death and rape threats. Uh, you got the GOP campaign office in Laramie, uh, Wyoming, hit with an arson attack. Folks, it just goes on and on. The left is totally unhinged. The left is revealing the violence that is a trademark and is the defining characteristic of being leftist. I mean, the, and the establishment media, they just amp up their hate rhetoric to Trump, and they keep saying Trump is complicit in this. Trump is complicit in the Russian uh uh, election meddling, and Trump is complicit in uh, climate change, and Trump is complicit. You know what? The only This is the, where the pot's calling the kettle black. The, tr- the media are the ones that are complicit. The media is complicit in foaming the hatred against conservatives, not covering the violence that their leftist lemmings uh, perpetrate. They're the ones that are frankly giving rise to record gun sales by conservatives because we're finding out we got to defend ourselves against Democrats. We got to defend ourselves against Antifa. We got to defend ourselves against the unhinged left who think they somehow have a moral right, they somehow have a moral high ground to be violent, to sue, to attack, to shoot Steve Scalise, uh, to, to taking the bomb into the family uh, forum center in Washington, D.C. They're unhinged, completely unhinged. Well, you know what? The only thing, as everything collapses in front of the left, there's no Russian collusion. 
you know, uh, to blame Trump for uh, Hurricane Florence. They keep saying he's complicit. Actually, I want to say something about that in a minute, but I don't want to digress and forget what I'm going to say here. I think I just predict that the left at pretty, as pretty soon here is basically going to get religion, not faith, religion. Well, they already have a religion. They got a religion of pro-abortion and they got a religion of whatever, you know, uh, what all those kinds of things, which are they hold with a religious fervor and a religious zeal unmatched by a lot of faith people throughout the world of, of whatever faith. But I predict they're going to get a new kind of religion. They're basically going to call Trump the Antichrist. No, I've never heard this before, but it's just sort of a prediction. Nothing else sticks, and they keep going up in volume. The rhetoric gets louder and louder and meaner and, and increasingly detached from reality and reason and composure and civility. That's the only thing left that the left hasn't called Trump is the Antichrist. And since that hasn't happened yet, I predict it will. Okay, next item, Cosby. People say, well, you think Cosby got the right sentence? I do. Here's why. I want to just kill this thing. It's not a big story to me. What he got, three to ten years for this one uh, um, harassment, felony, sexual assault uh, that he got for this one particular woman whose case had not been barred by the statute of limitations. Here's the reason why his crime is adequately dealt with. It has nothing to do with age. It's a feature of law. People say that he's done this to all these other women. He deserves more time. Look, he didn't get have a case proven against him by all the other women, right? I mean, the statute of limitations run. You don't you don't charge somebody and enhance the crime based on unproven things that the person has done in the past. Look, I'm not here to defend Cosby, not at all. The guy is a lech. The guy who is a disgrace in every possible way, shape, or form. But let me ask you, if you had committed a crime of assault and battery, and there's a potential uh, sentencing guideline that you could serve anywhere from six months to two years. Let's say that's what it is. And, they, and people go for two years because somebody came out and contended that you beat up a kid on the playground in third grade. And that you, um, you uh, like I did, I stole a pack of baseball cards when I was six years old from Christensen's Drugstore in Lowell, Michigan. I don't know what got into me. I'm Look, none of those cases are proven. They're all allegations. You can't just make a bunch of allegations, unproven, and then pile those into the current case. So Bill Crosby got what is right. Next thing. Oh, boy, this is a tough one. I'm sorry, Andy Stanley. Some, A lot of you don't know him. A lot of you do. Very, very well-known preacher in Atlanta, Georgia. You need to dump this guy faster than you would dump uh, strychnine into the trash. This guy is incrementally going south. He's leaving the gospel. He's trying to hang on to his. I think he's a, I, I, I'm increasingly hearing fake Christianity from the guy. He said something over the weekend. I got it in print. He said, well, the biggest problem with Christianity is that it bases its faith on the Bible and not on Jesus. Yeah, you heard that right. Look, folks, apart from the Bible, Jesus does not exist. You and I weren't there. We are not eyewitness accounts to what went on 2,000 years ago. The only accounts we have is what is in the Bible. He said one of the worst songs that's out there is Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. He says that's a foundation for basically a false premise for Christians' faith. It should be based on Jesus, just experiential. Andy Stanley needs to be dumped. I'm sorry, I have, this is, I've never talked about him before, and maybe once, briefly. But run from this guy. This guy is leading you down to a path. It's a seductive path of incrementally moving you away from the authority of Scripture because he's going to come out with a bombshell when he gets to the end. Trust me. Get rid of him or don't listen to him. Last of these tidbit stories, Hurricane Florence. I wasn't going to mention this, but I just, just a thought in passing. Donald Trump was supposedly complicit in the formation of 
uh, Hurricane Florence because of his policies that don't underscore the alleged truth of climate change, formerly known as global warming, for, for which they had to change the name because the climate uh, was not warming like they wanted, so they had to change it to something, th- something else. I will tell you, to the leftists, to the global warming or change alarmists, they only have one thing that's proof for global change or climate change. It's whatever has happened over the last two to months, two months to the last three years. Whatever has been happening is proof. Case in point, 10 years ago, they said all the, the hurricanes in Florida, they're happening because increasing in number and intensity because of global warming. And then all of a sudden, we had no hurricanes of any consequence and very few in number in Florida for a decade. And then so what do the, what are the leftist, leftist weenies uh, that have identified with the climate change mantra, what do they say? Well, actually, actually, it's the absence of hurricanes and their lessening intensity that is proof of climate change. I am not kidding you. So they're saying uh, Trump is complicit in the formation of Hurricane Florence, which they contended was going to be so huge that it was going to blow out the Cat 5 category, and they were going to have to create a Cat 6 category for this hurricane. Well, it went from five to four, four to three, three to two, two to one, one to a tropical storm. So I have this question for the left. If Trump is complicit and he's a mad, the bad guy for creating what was going to be a tropical, a cat sick storm, then is he now the Messiah and the Savior for apparently if he has the power to create it? then we must need to give him the praise and the glory for reducing it from a potential Cat 6 all the way down to a tropical storm. Thank you, Donald, for owning trop- for owning Hurricane Florence. Thank you, Donald, for being the guy that you are, that you repented and you relented. And you went from Cat 6 to tropical storm. Thank you so much. Of course, what I'm saying is nonsense. He didn't have the power to create it and the power to take it down. But I tell you what did take it down with the incredible amount of prayers going up by the, a lot of people in the southeastern portion of the United States and then some. Okay, now I warned you before to, you need to be sitting down for some stuff that's following. I am not here to beat the tar out of California. I'm agreeing with my brothers and sisters at the California Renewal Project in San Diego that you do what you can do. It may be successful. It may not be. But you do what you can do, and that's all you can do. Go home, uh, love your wife, uh, kiss your kids, pet your dog, go to bed, get a good night's sleep. But i got to share some things that are absolutely from the pit of hell. This is legislation that Satan himself, if he sat as a Democrat, and he wouldn't, that's, you know, in, the, in Sacramento, he would be the author. And I assume he has inspired his Democrat lemmings to write this legislation. Number one, Jerry Brown signed the bill, Assembly Bill 2119, 2119. You can read for it. Read it. Go look it up if you want, if you don't trust me. California has passed a law that will guarantee financial support. In other words, you, taxpayers in California, maybe everywhere, because some of this is going to come from Medi-Cal funds, which are partly, largely supplied by the federal government. So everybody is directly or indirectly going to be supplying the funds for this demonic behavior in California, and that is the subsidizing of hormonal treatments and gender surgery to minor foster children. Minors, number one, and foster children to boot. Look, could we not all agree that foster children have not had the most normal upbringing? So if there's confusion in a young boy or young girl's mind because of all the trauma and drama gone into their life and the events leading up to them being placed in foster care and their minors still in a formative stage of life. You got Jerry the Satan Brown who is signing a bill that will will ruin these kids' lives. That can't be reversed. 
that this is so unbiblical, ungodly. I, I get to it is just from the pit of hell. It, and of course, it was introduced by a Democrat Assembly Member Todd Gloria, with the backing of all the LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ groups. He said this bill affirms the right of foster youth to be able to access health services reflective of their gender identity. Hey, come on, they're 12 years old, Jack. You're telling me a 12-year-old knows what he wants and who he is, especially in foster care? I'm not done with this. I can't let go. I'll be right back. Rob Walter at Sky Radio. Red Sky Radio is looking for the few, the proud, and the brave to sponsor portions of this program. There has never been a better time to advertise on Red Sky Radio. We've recently launched in Arizona and the response has been outstanding. Arizona and Las Vegas need this program, and we will do everything we can to help your business grow in a rapidly expanding market of incredibly loyal listeners. So if you're in Las Vegas or the greater Phoenix area, contact us at info at redskyradio.net and find out what Red Sky Radio can do for your business. We are back. This is Rob Walter, the Red Sky Radio. Hey, that was a segment from one of Bob Seger's song. For those of you who are Bob Seger fans, I'll just let you know he is, I believe, launching his farewell tour. Last tour is a 73-year-old. I don't know if he can scream like he used to. I'd kind of like to hear the guy starting out in Grand Rapids and I'm sure, no doubt, ending up in a standing room only concert in Detroit, uh, his hometown. I'd love to see him. Anyway, back to AB 2119. Okay, so Gloria says that to AB 2119 affirms the right of foster youth to be able to access health services reflective of their gender identity, meaning, and I'm still quoting, that these children can grow up safe, healthy, and be exactly who they are meant to be. Gloria, you are a demon from hell, man. I couldn't care less if you bless if... No, I better not say that. I better not say that, uh, what I couldn't care less about. For him to say, for these, he's, he's going to abuse children. He's going to make us pay for the abuse of the children, change the sex or attempt to of 12-year-olds who already have problems, even if they aren't in foster care. And then you take the foster care issues. This is child abuse, Gloria. This is child neglect. This is child endangerment. Gloria, you ought to be arrested. And Gloria, you ought to be sharing a cell with Bill Cosby. Except you shouldn't get 3 to 10. You should get 10 to 30 because you're doing it to little kids, you monster. I'm sorry. You guys know this from listening to this program before. But when you talk about the child abuse, I'm sorry if I get unhinged. I mean, I'm because I, I, I don't take anything back for my anger when it deals with grown-ups abusing children. And when it comes from the legislature in California, the Democrats in Sacramento, I'll tell you, the state, the state is going to rot in hell for this if it doesn't somebody rise up and people push back on this and retake that state. It's marked. I don't want to be there during their next lightning storm. I mean, this follows the implementation of a law which uh, now goes into effect, actually was passed last year, just going now into effect, uh, legalizing non-binary option to allow a gender change without undergoing any treatment on birth certificates, and it gets to change on your driver's license. These are just individuals who just come in and just say, hey, I am something else. So I want to just, you know, I, uh, well, it says here, Quote, for purposes of obtaining a new birth certificate under the provisions, this bill will delete the requirement that an applicant has actually undergone any treatment and instead would authorize a person to simply submit to the state registrar an application to change gender on the birth certificate and an affidavit attesting under penalty of perjury that the request for a change of gender is to conform the person's legal gender to the person's gender identity and not for any fraudulent purpose. End quote. 
Are you telling me people who are so screwed up and messed up that they're just arbitrarily stating that they've had a gender change, that there wouldn't be a fraudulent purpose? Hey, here's an idea. If you're in California, you go claim, if you're male, you go claim to have a sex change without a sex change, a gender identity change, and then go apply for all the benefits and perks and subsidized programs and government help that you can get for being a female entrepreneur. Say, look, I'm not male. I want to go into a Uh, I want to go into business as a female. And not only that, I'm not even white anymore. I'm not just transgender. I'm transracial. Yo, man, I'm black. So you go in there and claim you're a black female and get all the perks and the benefits. And then you can dodge all these. You know, people say you're white supremacist. Ah, No, you're wrong, man. I'm a black female. Come on. Don't look. It doesn't matter. Hey, I used to be Hungarian, but now I'm Czechoslovakian. Or I used to be Finnish, and now I'm Jamaican. I'm whatever I want to be. Don't look at me, my skin, or my genitalia. I am what I say I am. I heard a woman say this last week, and she hit it on the head. She nailed it. She said, what we have in this country now, and especially in California, are people who are recreating God in their image. It says in the Bible that God has made us in his image. But now we're making God to be in our image. In other words, whatever we want to be, doing that which we believe to be right in our own eyes. That California is sowing confusion. And I'm going to give all of, those, all of you who know the Bible, those who have never cracked the, cracked the book, I'm going to give you a tidbit of wisdom from the Apostle Paul who said that, uh, that when you sow confusion, you have... You have started every evil work. Confusion is a source of evil work. That's from Apostle Paul. Don't blame me. I'm just a pizza delivery man. Okay, next thing. They got it. They pushed it. See, California had charter schools where you didn't have to follow the mantra of the government schools that ram, cram, slam, and jam everything dealing with evolution, queer sex, abortion, you name it, everything other than stuff you should actually be learning and the stuff they are telling you are lies and falsehoods, but they've rammed and crammed that down. But but there was an escape. There was an escape from that by the charter schools. Now, a lot of states have charter schools. And the idea is let's just see possibly if kids could excel in an environment, in an environment, without all the strictures and confinement that's associated with a government-mandated regulations that stifle the growing, the growing and learning process and, in fact, actually reverse the learning process because a lot of the stuff they're teaching simply isn't true, it isn't productive, it's premature, it may be ungodly, it may be immoral, what have you. There's a lot of reasons for charter schools. But you see, the left can't stand it anymore. They can't stand it that there's some kids growing up without knowing that they have a right to abortion and queer sex and change sex change operations and all of this stuff. They can't stand it. They can't stand virgins out there. That's right. They want everybody to have sex so that they got more business for planned non-parenthood. I'm not kidding, and I'm going to quote them in a minute. So what have they done? The legislature pushed through a bill that will now subject all of the charter schools in California to comprehensive sex education. Now, who is this by? Who's pushed this through? It's called the, uh, it's called the group, the Act for Women and Girls, the ACLU and Planned Parenthood, actually better known, in my opinion, as Planned Non-Parenthood. They aren't in the business of helping you have babies. They're in the business of helping you not have babies. And if you're starting to have one, they're in the business of getting rid of your baby. Monsters with government subsidization. The Republicans should be damned for passing a budget bill that continue to subsidize Planned Parenthood. It really ticks me off. I mean, and so what do they call this? They call pushing sex education with all its queerdom, abortion, and all of that stuff, condom distribution, they call it reproductive health. What a bunch of malarkey. Look, they say, hey, it's a woman's right to choose. Choose what? When anybody says, I believe in a woman's right to choose, ask them, choose what? Force them, I said, finish the sentence. Choose what? Well, to choose to have a child or not. No, that's an absolute lie. You are not choosing to have a child or not when you're already three months pregnant. You already are having a child. The only proactive decision you make is to kill the child in the womb. 
You don't decide to nat hot. You don't decide to have a child. You already are having it. Do you decide? Do you decide to breathe? No, no. The only proactive decision you make is to commit suicide. To the, the that's proactive. You don't decide to breathe. You decide to not breathe. You decide to not have a child. What's the biggest misleading pile of who we have ever heard? But so the Democrats call this the California Healthy Youth Act. The California Healthy Youth Act. Are you kidding me? Look, why don't you guys in Sacramento just quit, take your hats off, and just let your red horns be visible to everybody. I mean, if the Democrats passed a bill calling for the execution of all Hebrew children, all Hebrew males, two years old and younger, as Herod did. But they called it the Civil Rights Act of 2018. The Democrats would vote for it. They would. I mean, Planned Parenthood has come out here. They're the ones, of course, promoting this because it means more babies they get to kill. The more kids who are loose with sex, they're calling for supporting all women who say they have been sexually abused, including Christine Blasey Ford and all these others and Anita Hill. They don't give a rat's rear end about the truth. They came out. They said, these are the people we're supporting. Guess what? They aren't supporting the women who are, have charged Keith Ellison, the Democrat, the Muslim Democrat from Minnesota. They aren't coming after him. They're only coming after the ones who've charged conservatives. And these are the ones who wrote the statute. Keith Ellison, his abuse just goes back a few years. Kavanaugh, which is real. Kavanaugh, which is lies, and we're finding that out, goes back 36 to 40 years. <laughs> I mean, I ju- it's just unbelievable. They go on to say comprehensive sex health education promotes healthy relationships. Oh, really? Pregnant 15-year-olds are uh, unmarried? That's healthy? Gender equality. What's the gender equality involved here? When were women at a disadvantage? Because men could have abortions and women couldn't? Obviously, I'm being facetious. This is just make-up, hocus-pocus, left-wing crapola. Safer sex. See, they don't want you not having sex. They want you having safer sex, supposedly. But they know that 13, 14, 15-year-olds, hey, you know what, they they aren't going to use condoms, so what? And they're actually encouraging this behavior by saying, hey, if you don't want to abstain, you can do it now, but be safer. Here's where Planned Parenthood should be sued. Planned Parenthood should be, should be cut off because there's one thing, and I, I don't know why no one in the country raises this issue. I've raised this before. But they say, well, if you don't want to uh, abstain, but if you don't want to, then um, then use a condom. That's their approach. But they have no idea that their approach has now reduced reduced the resistance for young boys and girls who would abstain, but for the fact that Planned Parenthood has now given them an easier, supposedly, safe way out. Look, a number of years ago before the Vista School Board in Vista, California, they were proposing the distribution of condoms. And I said to junior high, and I said to them right after I'd had a debate, uh, right before I had a debate with Gloria Allred on a radio station uh, in L.A. about this very issue. I said, look, you think you're sending a message of acceptance. And 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 the school board said, look, we don't want to tell these kids they're doing something wrong and damage their self-esteem. Let me ask you, school board, when they have contracted a disease because they didn't or didn't use a condom, and the condom is not 100%, and they contract a sexually transmittable disease, and they end up very diseased and maybe dead. Let me ask you, do you think their self-esteem drops precipitously when they're dead? And not a single one had the guts or the brains on that school board to challenge that, because they couldn't. And beside what you are doing, you should be school, sued school board. You should be sued state of California. You should be sued Planned Parenthood for inducing children who are otherwise actually morally formed to a point where they are resistant to those temptations until you yin-yang jerkheads come along 
and induce and seduce the kids into actually taking the behavior that they would otherwise be resistant to because you've now provided a way out and supposedly something that is safe which isn't safe. Let me ask you, if a person, if there was a, if a, you know what, I got a break coming up. I'm not going to finish this thought and I got to get on to more stuff coming out of California. I'm not even going to get to the Pope this time, I don't think. Maybe I will. I got to try because he needs to go and I want to put out a call to my Catholic brothers and sisters to get out of that church. Yeah, we're going deeper if I can get to it. We'll be right back. This is Rob Walter with RedSkyRadio.net. And if you're Catholic, don't turn this off. you got to hear this. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Rob Walter, and I want you to know that we have officially moved our real estate services to Arizona. We focus on helping people with the sale or purchase of their commercial or an investment real estate. And in addition, I bring 30 years of my California legal and tax experience to the table to help support those new clients with the intricacies of buying and selling of their commercial and investment real estate. Contact me, Rob Walter, at info at redskyradio.net. You will not find us on Facebook. No, not now, not ever. Contact me, Rob Walter, at info at redskyradio.net. We're back. This is Rob Walter with Red Sky Radio. You know what? Um, the Catholic piece is going to have to wait till next week. I just am not going to be able to finish it. I'm going to start it. Deals with three things. The a priest that was kicked out of the um, archdiocese in uh, Chicago because he had the guts to stand up and burn an LGBTQ, XYZ flag. The next story, the Virgin Mary says the Pope stands by the deported and those who have entered countries illegally. That's right. And then we have an issue about the Virgin Mary herself. I am going to be on touchy ground next week. But I have never backed away from any story, folks. I mean, if if I feel like God is saying, don't go there. It's typically because I don't have the right attitude or I don't have the right information, but I'm going to go there. But let's just finish it. Finish this up with a Brown, with a bill that Jerry Brown signed. I got actually two stories here to fit in real quickly. California has now launched officially the Communist Policy Information Act. George Orwell would be very proud of his prophetic statement reflected in his book 1984 having come to pass in the communist state of California. Jerry Brown signed a law that will require the teaching of students about fake news. What is fake news? How to identify it? This is just unbelievable. This is just... <laughs> uh, their point is, here. let me just read the statement that the uh, person who proposed this said. During the final critical months of the 2016 presidential campaign, 20 top-performing false election stories from hoax Internet websites and hyper-partisan blogs generated 8,711,000 shares, reactions, comments on social media, where within the same time period, the 20 best-performing election stories from 19 major news Internet websites generated a total of 7,367 shares, reactions, and comments on Facebook. Book, end quote. So guys goes on to say two out of every three adults say fabricated news stories cause a great deal of confusion about the basic facts of our current issues and events. End quote. Are you kidding? Yeah, two thirds of them did. And they all came from CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS. And who have I left out? Uh, NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN. Not probably no one. Right. The ABC, the all Brock channel, communist Broadcasting System, CBN and CNN, the, the Clinton News Network, go right on down the line. Folks, I mean, this has been happening in the mainstream media forever. I mean, take NBC's 
editing, NBC's purposeful editing of George Zimmerman's 9-11 call dealing with Trayvon Martin. They edit it. They create news. They create. They don't report news. They create news. It was Trump that came up with fake news. And this is what's funny. California is now talking about how to deal with fake news. This is. It says the State Department of Education is now going to make available to school districts a list of resources and instructional materials on media literacy, as defined. Okay, that's interesting. Listen to that. As the state of California defines media literacy, that is what's going to comprise this program, including media literacy professional development programs for teachers. So do you know what who's targeted here? We can no, no more Fox, no more Breitbart, no more CBN, no more Red Sky Radio. We're all fake news. Because fake news to the left is everything they disagree with. In essence, now, were there some fake stories out there from the right? Of course there are. I don't deny that. Basically, everything from the left is fake. So here's what the Democrats in Sacramento are saying. We want to legally establish this fact, that only Democrats are entitled to be liars. Only the Democrats get to legally lie in California, and we are going to teach that to the children that they need to question every source that ultimately true proves to be conservative, Christian, I don't care what, you know, something from the right. I mean, how do you say 1984? How do you say George Orwell? How do you say Big Brother? And listen to this. The bill is going defining media literacy as the ability to access, analyze, evaluate, and use media and encompasses the foundational skills that lead to digital citizenship. Digital citizenship. Everything that the, that the people heard, that the, the information they received in 1984, they got over loudspeakers. That was the, night, that was the then version of digital citizenship. And to cap it all off, it says there's legislation that will has been introduced that will now require websites in California to use fact checkers. Look, folks, Snopes are a bunch of left-wing hacks. Take whatever they say, throw it out. They're losers. The people on the left are the fact checkers. So who's going to fact check the fact checkers? You, that's up to you to search out the truth. Because the Democrats are, are going to tell the kids, this is what you should hear. This is what you can't hear. If you're hearing it, if it's from a Christian perspective, what have you, conservative perspective, it's from Breitbart, Breitbart Red Sky Radio. It's false, folks, because fake news to them is news that they don't want to hear. Fake news to them is the truth. They want to be the sole party dispensing and disseminating that which is false they want to have an exclusive on the right to lie i am not even going to be able to get to this next piece on california i got to cover it next week but it's the first grade textbook that hails democrat gavin newsom as a champion of gay rights but you're just (sighs) gonna have to wait i am out of breath i am out of time But I guarantee next week we are not going to let the Pope off the hook. I know we've had him up there a couple of times, but this guy's hoisting himself on his own petard, as they say. No time to explain that. I'm just here to tell you, sit tall in the saddle, America. You ride for the brand, the brand of Jesus Christ. God bless you. See you next week.
KKXX, Paradise, K280GL, Chico, and K283AR. It's our from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. President Trump is blasting the attorney of a third woman who has leveled misconduct allegations against Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. The man representing a third Kavanaugh accuser is Michael Avenatti, who also represents adult film actress Stormy Daniels. And President Trump took to Twitter calling Avenatti a third-rate lawyer who is good at making false accusations. He says Avenatti is just looking for attention. The president continues to stand by Kavanaugh, who denies the new allegations. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reporting. At a New York City press conference, the president defended his Supreme Court nominee. When you are guilty until proven innocent, it's just not supposed to be that way. Always I heard, you're innocent until proven guilty. I've heard this for so long, and it's such a beautiful phrase. In this case, you're guilty until proven innocent. Federal Reserve Board Chairman Jerome Powell says the central bank raised a key interest rate for the third time this year. Today, the committee raised the target range for the federal funds rate by a quarter percentage point, bringing it to two to two and a quarter percent. This action reflects the strength we see in the economy and is one more step in the process that we began almost three years ago of gradually returning interest rates to more normal levels. The House has given final legislative approval to a bill keeping the government open through December 7th. The $854 billion bill also funds the military and a host of civilian agencies for the next year. The measure includes $675 billion for the Defense Department and boosts military pay by 2.6 percent, the largest pay raise in nine years.